Welcome to the BetUS Soccer Channel. I'm Flash, and this is AFCON 2023, stroke 2024. Now, Group A took a massive twist yesterday, and we're going to go into their final games, where it's one of those. If you win, you're through. If you draw, you may well become runners-up from being the leaders of the group. But first of all, we're America's favourite sports book, so I'd like you to subscribe and also ring the bell, which means we'll notify you, and you'll never miss any content again here. We've got Champions League and Europa League coming up in about three or four weeks. Prior to that, it's uh, La Liga, Bundesliga, Serie A and the Premier League. A little bit of FA Cup, but this show today is going to be all about AFCON. Now, if you like your odds, your props, your offers and your bonuses, then make sure that you type in betustv.com forward slash join. Let's start off with the offer. The offer is two Super Bowl tickets. And you can put that alongside us being crypto-friendly. But let's go back to the Super Bowl tickets because you have a link in the description. Press that. Go to Twitter or X, whatever you want to call it, and basically follow at BetUS underscore official. Now, the crypto-friendly bit is you get a 200% sign-up bonus as well. So you can enjoy one. One is an offer. One is basically a bonus. Now, we're going to have chat, which is your domain, and also we're going to have a Q&A. I'll kick off because my first Q&A is uh, uh, Quaker signing autographs on the streets of uh, <laughs> Ivory Coast. But I don't know if it's because Ghana scored twice and still didn't win or whether he, the plus 2,000 of, I've never heard this before, over two and a half goals in the game, draw. Quaker. Yes. You're going to live out. Listen, I had to, we, we had to go and get you. We had to pull you from the crowds. If it wasn't for Tony, then we'd still be waiting for you. No, it was. Um, I, I remember when I picked it, and you said it was an interesting bet. And I just know my team. I know the Ghana are vulnerable. They've got a soft underbelly, but they've also got the potential to score goals. Mohamed Kudus came into the side, and that was a big reason for them scoring. But they were always going to concede. Um, but yeah, that coming in at plus two thousand. Stick with me, Flash. You'll never go hungry. No, listen. I was happy. I had a plus two fifty. If both teams are scoring over, thinking I was like. I was like a tomcat walking down the alley until I come up against this big Rottweiler that he's delivered plus 2,000. Now, listen, we've got both got smiles because we put money in our pockets. Your partner, which is obviously Tony Afoke, he's more than happy and he's happier than us because they pick, he picked up three points against the group leaders. Tony? Oh, 100%. You can see I'm smiling like a Cheshire cat here. Just great win for Nigeria yesterday, especially against the host nation. Going into their Olympic Stadium, around 50,000 Ivorians. I was there and I witnessed it and I loved every moment of it. It felt like, it felt like a derby, you know, especially with the Ivory Coast. And one thing is... When it comes to AFCON, when Nigeria do beat Ivory Coast in the AFCON, they go on to win the tournament. So that's what I'm saying. Oh, here we go. They've won one game, Kwaku. They've won one game. <laughs> now all of a sudden they're having their name engraved on the trophy. You know the big problem we've got, and we're going to cover them two games of match day three today, right here, right now. If they draw and Ivory Coast win, Ivory Coast then win. This is like unbelievable, this group. It's like one minute you're like in total control, then you lose control. And But, but listen, Nigeria, it's for theirs to give away. Uh, but also we're going to have uh, the uh, match day two of uh, groups F. So uh, why don't we uh, why don't we crack straight on with the uh, with the games because we've only got four but we can really get uh, down and dirty because we've got Morocco at minus one sixty five who were impressive in their first game against the DR Congo at plus five hundred the draw is at plus two sixty the big one here for me Kwaku is that Congo just to score a minus one ten Morocco win they mm -hmm. so, they did, basically they sew up the group 
Um, minus what? Point seven five Morocco. Minus one is plus one hundred. Morocco just looked like the best team in the competition, and we saw that last time out against Tanzania. It's, it's going to be a very, very difficult task with DR Congo, despite the fact they did get a decent draw against Zambia in their first game. You can't look past Morocco. I think the money's on them. It's, it's, it's going to be impossible for, for a team like DR Congo, who've got minimum resources, got minimal players that are on the level of those of Morocco's, to really do something in this game. So I do fancy Morocco to, in this one. And that's why, I've, I've, again, I've gone for a high scoring one. I've picked Morocco and over two. 2.5 uh, plus one, uh, plus 190, and uh, yeah, I'm pretty confident of that one coming in. Yeah, I mean, the over under over set of 2.25, but again, that brings in 3-0 for Morocco, which will emulate their opening uh, round score, but it also brings in the 2-1. I think everyone's going to expect Morocco. I'm not sure that they're the best side, because I want to talk through my pocket and say that Senegal are the best side, but I would say that Morocco are the best North African side we've seen, Tony. Yeah, I'd definitely say Morocco are the best North African sides. When it comes to North African teams, it's normally your Moroccos, your Egypt, your Algerias. I did, and with the first game, it was only Morocco out of all the North African sides that actually won. So I do expect them to see uh, to score here. I really don't expect much from DR Congo, although they got. Um, a good draw against Zambia and Yoan Wiesa, uh, Brentford's Yoan Wiesa got on the score sheet. I just see Morocco just winning this one quite easily. I felt like they looked very compact. They still uh, won that game. Um, we're missing Mazawari as well. Uh, Unani, who, what he does during a tournament, where he just... I don't know what it, I don't know what it is, but he loves tournament football. He just becomes looks like one of the best players on the pitch. So I really do see Morocco winning this one comfortably. I don't see that many goals in it, just because I don't think Morocco need to score as much. And Tanzania were down to ten men when they um, overall in the last game, but I do see Morocco going winning this one quite comfortably. Do we see Congo scoring? Because Congo scoring is just minus one ten, and it's like we don't care if Morocco score five Kwaku as long as Congo score. Yep, it's a, it's going to be a tough one because Morocco, despite the fact that they do, they're incredible going forward. They're built on defensive solidity, so it's going to be quite hard for the R Congo to break them down. Like Tony touched on, Johan Visa is good, probably Congo's biggest threat. He's a man we're actually going to go talk to um, after the game. Um, so I'll give you some insight into what he does say in terms of what their setup is and what they want to do going forward. But I just don't see them being able to lay a glove on this Morocco team that, like I said, they're exciting going forward, but are built on defensive solidity. Yeah, you know what I saw visually here, and they did grow before our eyes, obviously, during the World Cup, Tony, was that they, they took it on. They loved the tournament atmosphere. They sort of, it was almost like, you know, if I was a footballer and I was like 15 and I'd gone and played with the under-17s and I'd done okay, better than expected, and then I came back to play with 15-year-olds, I've got that sort of aura, that sort of uh, energy and confidence about me. I saw that with Morocco, even though they were playing against 10 men. Yeah, 100%. I was really intrigued to see Morocco because Morocco are not really a team that do well in the AFCON. They've only won one AFCON, and I think that was in the 70s. So I really think everyone, all the eyes were on Morocco, especially after that World Cup. And in that World Cup, their performances were great. They were really solid defensively, and they won two of their knockout games on penalties. 
now it was thinking, okay, Morocco, you're going to have more of the ball. What do you have? And you saw it in that game, the aura, the aura about them. You saw Unali, like, there was one time, I think he was, like, flicking the ball over. He just looked like he was playing in the school ground, and he looked so comfortable on the ball. And he is a good player, but Morocco have taken that mantle and said, like, you know what? We are now probably the best team in Africa. We're the only African team to reach the semifinals of the World Cup. We've made history. Let's go bring this back into the continent and show, show the other African teams what they're made of. Yeah, and it was the manner in the way they played. We didn't see that that sort of authority in the World Cup. We saw them survive, take their chance, and be very, very difficult to beat. In this game, it was a great... Well, listen, we're here to win, and win we will do. Let's have a little look at the official picks of game number one of today's show, which is Morocco versus Democratic Republic of Congo. We've got Morocco and over two and a half at plus 190. Uh, Morocco minus one at plus 100. Tony, I've just uh, I fiddled that to make sure you got a better price and both teams score and over two and a half at plus 220 that morocco minus one looks like a free hit i'm just wondering if of uh, congo is good value though to get a goal because they don't really want to go into that final game of the group only sitting on one point especially with our next game being so so important let's move on to game number two Zambia versus Tanzania and I'm kicking myself I knew that Zambia would come out the traps in game number one uh, that's why I went from at half time I should have just gone for over half a goal in the first half uh, and then basically Zambia or Congo could have scored Zambia are plus 125 don't complicate it Tanzania at plus 240 the draw at plus 205 a lot of people will go for that because the under or over is set at two and really there's no difference between whether you want to go over or under they say that there'll be two goals and two goals will be a push um, I'm happy to go with Zambia heart over head head over heart whatever way you want to go I think Zambia score I'm not sure that Tanzania score here Tony no I don't think Tanzania score either but Flash you, you have some inside knowledge when it comes to the Zambia with your your friend the fitness coach yeah. I don't see goals in the first half I felt like as you said, you should have done it in the first game. I feel like the second game, I'm not going to do that. I've gone for a nil-nil draw in this game only because I just don't see... I can see Zambia winning the game, but I can see Tanzania giving them a hard time. Zambia needs to take the game to Tanzania, and I'm not sure that they can do that for over 90 minutes. Whether they do it in the first half, in the second half, I don't know. But what I'm going for is a nil-nil at halftime. I thought I was going to go nil-nil at 75 minutes, but I feel like Zambia can score within 75 minutes. So I've gone for the safe bet here and gone nil-nil at halftime. Yeah, I was going to go again with Zambia or basically over half a goal in the first half. Uh, and then I saw your selection and thought, listen, I, I don't really want to go head to head with you. So I, uh, I'm i not complicating. I'm going with Zambia at plus 125. If it is 0-0 at halftime, you're probably going to get around plus 155, plus 160 at halftime for Zambia. But you could also do most goals second half. Kwaku, uh, you're the oracle at the moment. You have the crown on your head. Uh, Zambia, Tanzania, who... What's the best way for us to get paid? I, I love I love it when you say don't overcomplicate it, Flash, because you're right. I think I think Zambia is is a safe money in this one. I've gone for under two goals um, just because I don't think it's going to be a high score in the first. Tanzania did not impress at all against Morocco in their first game. Obviously, the red card that they received didn't help at all, and they're going to be out Moroshi uh, for this game against Zambia. Um, Zambia decent enough against DR Congo. It looked more of a threat than Tanzania did, um, and so I don't think it's going to be a high score in the fair. But I think Zambia might just nick this one one nil. Yeah, I mean, there's two ways to look at this. It's Zambia playing a more inferior opposition to what they played in the uh, in the first game. 
But then, to be fair, Tanzania are playing against Zambia, who are a little bit more inferior than the team that they had to play in Morocco. So, again, it's one of those. One's coming up, one's going down, but you're getting Zambia at plus 125. You know they're going to be fit. You know that they, it's very rarely they don't score goals. Now, if you've got question marks about Tanzania and the way they play and the suspensions, then you've got to go with uh, Zambia at plus money. Um, the under over two, yeah, I can I can see this being a 1-0, 2-0. So I think you'd go under probably all the way. Let's have a little look at the official picks because Zambia needs something, but not as much as Tanzania. Under two goals in the game, minus 1-1-5. Zambia money nine at plus 1-25. And first half, correct score, 0-0, nil, nil, plus 1-37. So under 0.5 goals in the first half, plus 1-37. Let's move on to... This is now game number three, match day three of Group A. So, I mean, listen, this whole tournament was turned on its head by both of these teams. Equatorial Guinea are a plus 1,100 against the hosts, Ivory Coast, who are minus 325. Prior to game two, Ivory Coast was sitting top, not let a goal in, and just sitting there with, like, three points. Equatorial Guinea then go and score four, the first team to score four, and produce the first hat-trick of the tournament. The draw is at plus 3.50. Under or over, is set at 2.25. Ivory Coast need to win this game if they've got any ambitions of leading this group and going into the knockout round as winners. But now, Equatorial Guinea are almost guaranteed to be the third-place team that's going to progress. Because remember, out of the six groups, four third-place teams will go through to the knockout stages. And no one scored four, Kwaku. Emilio Ensu's hat-trick for Equatorial Guinea has really shaken up this tournament. Um, their performance against Nigeria kind of laid the groundwork for it, and they took it to another level against Guinea-Bissau. Equatorial Guinea have been a surprise package this tournament. And against an Ivory Coast team that did not look great against Nigeria, they look a little bit blunt. I know the midfield is, is widely lauded, but if you look at them going forward, they're... they're lacked options, especially if you think about the historic players that Ivory Coast have had leading the line for them um, in yesteryear. So I, I think Equatorial Guinea go into this one full of confidence. The thing about playing Ivory Coast is you're always going to be playing the crowd. And that that's always going to be in the host's favour. So it's going to be a difficult one to get all three points in. But I will not be surprised to see Equatorial Guinea get something out of this game. And like you say, this is the most interesting group of the competition. Of course, Tony's got vested interests in Nigeria. Ivory Coast, obviously a huge nation. Equatorial Guinea comes to the fore now. Guinea-Bissau, unfortunately for them, look like the whipping boys of this group. But in terms of how open groups are, Group A is one of the most intriguing in this tournament. Yeah, I love it. I love it. And the problem you've got, Tony, is you can't cheer on the Ivory Coast and you can't you can't cheer on Equatorial Guinea because if they win, they'll be sitting on seven points. Meaning that if you draw in your final game, they, I mean, it's unbelievable that neither Ivory Coast or Nigeria could possibly win this group. I know. I don't think anyone would have had that coming into the tournament. But that's a credit to Equatorial Guinea. I remember they made yeah. a round of 16 in the last one. So we should have... I, I, no one expected them to at least maybe in, have, have a contention of winning the group. But we should have realised that they're a force to reckon with. But coming to this game, especially watching the game at the Stade Alassane Wasara, I really thought Ivory Coast felt a lot of pressure from the fans as well. I think fans were cheering every corner. Up front, as Quaker alluded to, they looked really blunt. And I don't see them winning this one. I feel like Equatorial Guinea, the way they frustrated Nigeria in the first game, I feel like they can have that exact same game plan when it comes 
to Ivory Coast. I do think Ivory Coast will score. They have to score. If the, and even though any of these teams can be one of the best third-place teams, I really feel like Equatorial Guinea can get something out of this as well. So I've gone for both teams to score. I haven't gone for Ivory Coast to win because I just feel like there's going to be so much pressure for them to not to lose and to just at least try to get something from this result because a draw can help them or a win could help them. It all depends on what happens in the Nigeria and Guinea-Bissau game. And both of these teams, we can see Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea and Ivory Coast all go through due to... Uh, the one of the, them being one of the uh, best third place teams, but I just really see both teams to score. I don't, I don't see Ivory Coast winning this one. Equatorial Guinea plus one fifty to score. So again, I mean, you don't even need to worry about anything. And I didn't think I was going to hear uh, a Nigerian fan say that I think Ivory Coast are going to win. So again, but I mean, again, put that all aside because the numbers on just Guinea just to score at plus 150, looks like the way to go. Um, I, I think with Ivory Coast, this is a game that we're going to really like find out about their metal Kwaku because they have to produce against a side who are absolutely flying with no respect. And for all intents and purposes, Nigeria, Ivory Coast and Equatorial Guinea, they've already booked their place in the knockout round. So now, all exactly. of a sudden, how, how, how ambitious do you want to be? Because... We all know that it don't matter if you go to the uh, knockout round in third, second or first place because once we get to that knockout round, it is just 95 minutes, potentially 120 minutes of pressure. Exactly. And that's the new dynamic that's thrown up when you have this best third place teams going through. And because there are four of them going through, like you say, Equatorial Guinea, Ivory Coast and Nigeria basically know that because they all avoided defeat in their first game, they're through their groups, basically. Yeah. Um, and so it'll be interesting to see if both of these teams approach this game with an element of caution or somebody really, really aims to stamp their authority on it. Because if Equatorial Guinea go out there and beat Ivory Coast, we were, call, we were calling the group of death before the tournament, but it's not the easiest group. And they've got Equatorial Guinea managed to top it. They can build that momentum and potentially go very, very far in this competition. Um, Ivory Coast, their confidence will be rocked as a result of that Nigeria game. I think a lot of people, including a lot of Nigerian fans, um, expected Ivory Coast to come out and win that one. The fact that they didn't, and now they know that they finishing top of the group is not necessarily a given. It's going to it's gonna be a new impetus for, for this Ivory Coast team. So I'll be interested to see how they go about their business. But I expect this one to be a very, very good game. And I think I expect it to be tightly contested as well. That's why I've gone for a draw. Oh, you've gone for the draw at plus 350. Let's not knock him. No, uh, Listen, to be fair, no one even sort of dissed him for uh, plus 2,000. And, uh, yeah, it, it delivered. We're going to live out on that. Uh, OK, so a little look at the official picks because this is a, one of them games where Ivory Coast leaders on the pitch need to stand up and be counted because Equatorial Guinea will have a uh, part to play. I've gone with the free hit, Ivory Coast, minus one at minus 150 rather than the money line at minus 300. Both teams score plus 200. Uh, draw at plus 350. Well, we've got some big numbers from the boys, but I mean, again, just Equatorial Guinea to score is plus 150, which is normally a standalone as well. Let's go to our final game. Okay, Guinea-Bissau, they're, they're out, okay? They've got uh, no points and they're out. Uh, plus 900. They can now have a day out against Nigeria, who looked... No good in their first one, considering they're, they're a giant of African football. 
but then they go against the hosts in the host backyard and keep a clean sheet and win. So again, it's like, as Eminem, you said, will the real Nigeria please stand up? Because we've seen one side of them, we've seen another side of them, and now, they, 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 basically, they go and win this game comfortably, and Equatorial Guinea don't beat Ivory Coast. They go through as group winners, and that was predicted, by the way, by you, Tony, and the draw's plus 340. Yeah, 100%. I feel like right now the predictions are going through. I spoke to some of the Nigerian players, and I asked them, because I remember before the tournament in some of my shows, I was talking about the tactical decisions of Jose Bezzero and what he's going to do, whether he went to the 4-4-2 that he was playing during the qualifying or the 4-3-3. But he actually changed to a back three yesterday, which kind of helped the likes of Calvin Massey and Olaenia, and they all said that the change of tactics really helped. I think going into this game now, we know Guinea-Bissau is out. We know Nigeria is in our hands. All we have to do is just win this game. So we've been in situations like this before. Guinea-Bissau conceded four last game, and Nigeria have only scored one goal in open play, which is from the Ossiman in the Equatorial Guinea game. So I'm really going to go for a Nigeria 2-0 score. I think it's going to going to be a comfortable 2-0. When you expect Nigeria to score, that's when they don't score. So if Guinea-Bissau... If this was, for, for example, against Equatorial Guinea, I would have said a 1-0 because I would have, I don't trust Nigeria to score many goals, especially in a situation in which we don't have to. But I feel like because Guinea-Bissau conceded four against Equatorial Guinea, I'm going to give our Super Eagles 2-0. So I've gone for a 2-0 correct score. Hopefully there's a draw in the Ivory Coast game and Nigeria topped the group. And then I got my prediction of Nigeria topping this group in the first place. Yeah, well, the other thing is you are you are behind Equatorial Guinea on goal difference, so you need to win. I have I have got this game starting at Nigeria winning, uh, starting at two 0 You've got Guinea Bissau uh, minus one eighty eight not to score, so it's Guinea Bissau nil. How many did Nigeria score? Because we've got Osman uh, leading the line and desperate to build on that game one opening goal. Kwaku, uh, do you trust these Nigerians to uh, to step up and win by two clear goals? Unfortunately, I do. And uh, over 2.5 has been kind to me, and I'm going for a, a heavy Nigeria win in this one. Um, I think that Osman's going to look to run up his goals tally. He's obviously one of the favourites for the Golden Boot. And against Guinea-Bissau team, that are going out of this competition with a whimper. I think it's an opportunity for Nigeria to really flex their muscle and, and score a lot of goals in this one. I don't expect Guinea-Bissau to lay a glove on Nigeria. They're already home. They're already, they're already done. Obviously, it's... Uh, Different teams in this tournament have different resources and can understand why certain teams struggle, but I've not been impressed with what I've seen from Guinea-Bissau and there's a reason why they're going home this early. And I expect Nigeria to build on that result against Ivory Coast and, and go again against Guinea-Bissau and score a lot of goals. Osman um, got man in the match last time out. I think he wants to to cap off the group, group stage with, a, with at least a couple of goals um, to his name against Guinea-Bissau. So I expect this one to be a heavy Nigeria win. Yeah, just a last word for you, Tony. Do you expect Nigeria to be at full strength or do you think that they might rotate knowing that first, second or third has already been sealed? I expect them to be at full strength. When I spoke to the players yesterday, my, la my last question was, do we have to top the group now? And they all said, yes, we are going for the win. We have to top the group. So I don't expect people, because we have the likes of Kelechi and Acho Terra Moffi, who plays for Nice, all on the bench. People that have not played yet or not even touched full. Joe Arriba as well, who is a Europa League final um, goal scorer, who have all not even played many minutes this AFCON so far. So you've got players that can come in and can do a job against Guinea-Bissau. But I, I feel like the message in the camp is today is to win this group and by doing that we have to win there's no point of trying to score goals and 
there, there is a point of trying to score goals in a sense, but I feel like the main focus is to win. So that's why I've gone for the 2-0, a comfortable win, and hopefully topping the group. Yeah, personnel changes, maybe on the hour if they're 2-0 up. Uh, get them boys some rest, because remember, this tournament football, we've seen it so, so many times in World Cups, European Championships, Copper Americas and AFCON, that just what you do in the group to get through, that's the start of the journey. That's just a tick in the first box, because then it is a case of put up, shut up, deliver, or you're going home within 90 minutes or to 120 minutes. Let's have a little look at the official picks in this game, because I think we've found it. Nigeria win to nil was at minus 125 for me. Nigeria minus 1.25. I think it's a free hit, that. That's equivalent to a one. I think they win by two. I should have gone for minus 1.5 at maybe plus 105. Uh, and Nigeria, he's not messing about, Tony. Look at that. Correct score, Nigeria, 2-0, plus 400. Um, and I don't think he's going to be too disappointed if it's 3-0. Um, I'm just looking down. Is there any any, uh, any double dipping? Are we... uh, over two and a half goals in the game, plus 1-1-5 as well for uh, Kwaku spending some of them uh, winnings. Uh, OK, time for your Q&A. So if you've got any questions, now is the time to do it. And while you're deciding what you want to type in, then I'm going to remind you and ask you to subscribe and also ring the bell, which means you'll never miss any content. Again, if you want your odds, your props, your offers, or your bonuses, okay, then type in betustv.com forward slash join. Let's start off with the bonus. The bonus is, because we're absolutely crypto friendly here, is you sign up, you get a 200% bonus. Then if we go with the offer, the offer is just unbelievable. Two Super Bowl tickets, there's a link in the description. Make sure you press that so that you do not miss out on this chance of a lifetime. I'd love to have gone with you, but obviously I'm busy that week. But all you've got to do is go to uh, Twitter, and or X, whatever you want to call it, and follow at BetUS underscore official. And it's, I think it's only like a week or 10 days away before the winner will be announced, January 26th. So you'll have plenty of time, if you're the winner, to uh, organise to go to uh, the Super Bowl. Let's have a little look. Any questions? Any questions? No, it's easy. Easy, let's go then. Best bets. Best bets, let's start with uh, King Kwaku. Uh, Morocco and over two and a half at plus 190. Zambia versus Tanzania, under two goals in uh, minus 115. Equatorial Guinea and Ivory Coast draw at plus 350. Nigeria win to nil at minus 125. And uh, he's double dipped because also in that game, he wants to go over two goals, two and a half goals at minus, uh, plus 115. Flash Morocco uh, against Democratic Republic of Congo. Both teams scoring over two and a half at plus 220. Uh, Congo are just like plus 150 just to score. Zambia money line, don't complicate it, plus 125. Ivory Coast uh, minus one is at minus 150. You know that's not really my bag. Nigeria minus 1.25 at minus 115. Morocco, minus one, plus 100 for Tony. Zambia versus Tanzania, first half correct score, nil-nil, plus 137. Equatorial Guinea and Ivory Coast, both teams score a massive plus 200. And Guinea-Bissau and Nigeria, correct score for Nigeria to win 2-0 at plus 400. And I wouldn't put anybody off. Morocco, Ivory Coast and Nigeria in a three-team parlay. I think that will pay really really well okay so listen you have a great weekend enjoy all the afcon trials and tribulations that are ahead we've got massive games coming up but make sure you join us again <coughs> on monday um hopefully we'll 
Tony, maybe you can get some video footage of uh, Kwaku like walking through like he's Aladdin or something, you know, walking through the <laughs> Ivory Coast. <laughs> and let, let's hope that they uh, they qualify as well. Uh, Kwaku, keep going and keep doing what you do. Much appreciated. But we'll see uh, you both again next week. Many, many shows next week. Monday, Tuesday, Thursday and Friday. So Kwaku, Tony... Don't do anything I wouldn't in uh, Ivory Coast. Enjoy the experience, but don't be late on Monday morning. Kwaku. I'll try not to. <laughs> okay, that sounds like he's candid, burning the candle at every end. From everyone at BetUS, enjoy AFCON as much as we are. If in doubt, go with Kwaku. Take care. <laughs>